everybody, thank you for taking time out of your day and listening to the OMA podcast. Got a really great, great guest here today, Jeff Silverstein. Uh, Jeff is with the Advanced Group. Jeff is the uh, Executive Vice President, Sales and Marketing at the Advanced Group. He brings a uh, nearly a lifetime of moving experience, energy, creative thought, just uh, all around, just one of the good guys that you want on your project. So, Jeff, without uh, much further ado, uh, thank you for taking your time to be on the OMA podcast. Appreciate you having me, Mike. Look forward well, to that. Why don't we do this? Why don't you kind of tell us a little bit, you know, just to give us a little nickel tour about how you ended up in moving and kind of what your, your general responsibilities are? Uh, yeah, that's, a, that's actually a great question. I started out in the moving industry. Actually, once upon a time, there was this website called Craigslist. Um, for those of you who might know, and I know we talked a lot about, uh, you know, old school references uh, before we jumped on the podcast, but it actually started as, as an ad on Craigslist. I was, I was looking for work. I had done a sales job that was a real, you know, hard sell, uh, advertising type of stuff, 300 phone calls a day, you know, you get hung up on 298 times and you might, you might actually get a response. That's not so great on the other two. Um, so I was looking actually to get out of sales. Um, as I got into that right out of college, it was a good buddy of mine. He said, think you'd be great at this, you know, come on board. And, you know, it taught me a lot and, and, and all of that, but it was really something that I, I didn't like. It was, like I said, a hard sell. It was a, a not needed service. Uh, so I was looking around and, and at that time, uh, Craigslist was really actually a good place to, to look for, for jobs. And, you know, I saw a couple of opportunities um, and it really came down to two. One was with a, a small moving company who now actually is a member of, of OMA. That's uh, Steinway. It was A1 at the time. Um, and it was between them and another sort of ad company that was pretty much going to be the same type of job. Uh, they wanted me as the assistant operations manager running one of their uh, logistical delivery accounts. Um, so I said, you know what, this is, this is great. It was, it was actually uh, uh, quite a reduction in money, but, it, but at least it was leading me to something else. Um, and I really liked the organization at the time. Um, and, and you know Matt Schwartzberg really well. So, so you know, kudos to him. And, and we really kind of hit it off. Um, so I was actually brought on board to run their operations for one specific account. Um, a couple of years later, I got elevated to, uh, to operations manager running their, their operations. And it really taught me a lot. I mean, before I came over there, I didn't know what a dolly was. I didn't know what a truck like this in the background was. Um, you know, none of, none of those things, um, they were all foreign to me. Um, so it really gave me a good entree into the business to really learn a lot. Um, you know, I got to hang out with a lot of the, the, the workers, which was a tremendous experience for me. Um, they're all really good people. Um, you know, great to be around, taught me a lot, gave me a good ribbing as, as we all get uh, when we're new to the business. Um, and then I actually left for, for Beltman to run their operations, another OMA member. Um, so I was there for about six months, um, real tough job for me though at the time, you know, I was a lot younger, um, it was a lot of travel back and forth. I was probably commuting about three hours worth of the day, working about 12 hours, kind of out on an island, uh, you know, they were just starting their Jersey branch, but it was a great experience in terms of the ability to run P&Ls, what they taught me about revenue, um, how they how they taught me really the the long haul and and major logistics side of the business. You know, with, with Steinway it was kind of you know more local intrastate moves, um, but they really taught me a lot about the van lines and and different commodities, uh, logistically shipping things of that nature. Um, and then I actually went back to A1 um, for, to, to lead their commercial sales division at the time. Matt and I had always stayed in touch. 
Um, and then I had met Anthony uh, Parziali, who's a newly minted board member uh, for OMA, which was great, um, probably about a year and a half after that. Um, was looking to to kind of get with a, with a company that was doing a bit more expanded commercial services. And the advanced group is, is a market leader in that. And they've been in business for about 75 years. Uh, Jim Malloy started the business, uh, then sold it, then bought it back, uh, brought on Anthony about 20 years ago and, and you know, haven't, hasn't looked back since. And, you know, we're, we're really the number one uh, commercial service provider in the New York City market. So it was really kind of an interesting, and, you know, I get to touch on three different uh, OMA members there, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, and I've been with the advanced group for just about 10 years. Actually, it's a little over 10 years at this point. Um, you know, started out as, as business development, uh, then got elevated to, to VP of sales. Um, and now as the executive vice president, I'm charged with, you know, looking after the entire sales and marketing initiative uh, for the advanced group, which is a, a ton of fun. So it's not just about me selling anymore. It's about, you know, the team and how the team is doing. Um, and we really have a great culture here at the advanced group. And, and we're looking forward to, uh, to moving everybody into the future as our, as our tagline says. Well, I love it. I, I love it, Jeff. And the, the funniest thing that hit me most about what you just said was that you're looking to get out of sales. And the older I, I get, the more I recognize that literally people are put on this earth to sell. And Jeff, you and I have been friends for about four years now. And uh, you were literally born to sell, brother. Like, you're so amazing. No matter how much you fight it, you're insanely good at it. I appreciate that, Mike. I, re I really do. That 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 is uh, me selling you on, on how good of a salesman. No, I No, no, no. You really are. You're really good um, at it. All right. So walk us through. If I'm if I'm listening to the OMA podcast, and I am a a facility director, a procurement, I'm a project manager. Um, I'm going to sort of timestamp this. We're getting towards the end of 2021. What are some things we should know? And you can kind of tell us specifically to your market there, Metro New York. And then also, I know you're touching projects outside of the city nationwide. What are some things we kind of need to know now, Jeff? Why don't you, why don't you share that with us? Sure. Um, well, as everybody knows, this is a very unprecedented time. Um, you know, as much experience as I've had or, you know, any of the people that I mentioned uh, in, the, in the previous question that you asked and, and all their years of experience, I don't think anybody's ever seen anything like this before. Um, you know, we've seen things like the financial crisis and 9-11 things of that nature. Um, but really the, the start and stop to this, the being out of the office, um, the, the, the lack of surety in, in terms of what people are doing. Um, but I think we were really set up in a good position. What we were looking at uh, prior to COVID, Mike, is really creating um, an all-inclusive sort of one-stop shop service for, for commercial services and relocations, um, you know, spanning from obviously the moves, the furniture installations, but into technology, um, and infrastructure and, and technology migration, um, as well as decommissioning and storage, which are things that have made a fierce comeback, especially in, in the New York metro area over this time. So we were already pretty well positioned um, to, to service the needs of, of, of what a lot of the, the unsure nature of, of what people were seeing in the workplace, right? So we were able to get everybody into storage. We were able to decommission a lot of spaces pretty quickly. We were able to provide the remote technology uh, that a lot of people needed and that implementation and, and spreading people sort of out so they can work from home. Um, so really what I, what I, you know, to, to kind of surmise that all, I think the, the, the nature of the one-stop shop, the dealing with one uh, person uh, for all your needs, because a lot of these facilities managers, a lot of the people that, that were charged with, you know, worrying about the office space and all of that kind of stuff were, were remote themselves, right? I mean, they, they couldn't get back into the office. 
they couldn't they couldn't be the eyes and ears on the ground as they usually are. Um, so we really were able to get onto the job sites, um, do some vi- virtual tours, um, get a, get some photographs, get some video, um, and then able to uh, push that information out and communicate with our clients remotely and, and get those things done. Um, so is that so what's really, important? I, I so would Jeff, say that was the important part. Let me dig in here. So is that what's still important now? As we go through Q4 of 21 and we go into uh, Q1 of 2022, What's really most important right now when picking a uh, moves that and change partner or storage partner, right? I'm looking yeah. for one of those partners. What should I be looking for uh, in, in, in a, a vendor that's going to provide those services? Uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think it's really going to be boiled down to two real, real big things. And, and, and to highlight those, it, it would be the one-stop shop that I mentioned before. The second is reliability. You're going to be there when when you say you're going to be there. You're going to deliver on the things that you promise. People don't have time to sort through a lot of that stuff. If you say, here's the schedule, here's the services that I'm providing, and here's the budget that I'm providing you, they want to rely, they want to be reliably certain that you're going to be able to execute on all fronts. And I think that has been a, a major thing. You know, it used to be costs used to be a driver, things like that. I, I don't think they're much of a driver anymore. I think people are always going to be worried about budgetary concerns. But I think they realize that that cheap is more expensive in a lot of respects. And especially when you can't be there to monitor a lot of what's going on, um, it, it becomes increasingly difficult. And I think even more important to have a, a, a reliable company that's sustainable, that's been in business for many years. Okay, I like that. All right. So let me just kind of smile. So we're looking for someone that can kind of help me a little bit more like cradle to grave throughout the process and reliable. What's, what's some way that I can sort of do my homework on a contractor, whether it be a move contractor or a flooring contractor or lighting contractor or whatever, I kind of want to know that they're reliable. I love that. Jeff, what's a, what's a hack that a decision maker should know when it comes to kind of uh, understanding if that, that person's reliable or not? Yeah. I th- well, I think the obvious answer to that, Mike, is always ask for references. I, I think that's a pretty obvious answer, but, but, you know, to, to dig in a little more, to do some recon that, that, it's not so obvious because look, who's giving a bad reference, right? I mean, everybody's got a reference sheet that's put together. I think you could do a little due diligence on the company uh, via the internet, you know, LinkedIn, look at their website, see how long they've been established, see the services that they're providing, see, see some of their client lists. Go on LinkedIn and look at some of their employees. Take a look at us. See, see how long my sales team has been there. See how long our operations personnel has been, been a part of our organization, um, you know, and, and and that they're not hopping around and that we're not just hiring and firing and, and have this constant rotation of people, I think is extremely important. Um, you know, obviously you can ask for financials and things of that nature. Um, but but I think, you know, with, with all of that sort of combined, um, and then of course you got to put your trust in, in, in your sales reps, you know, and, and if they can answer the questions correctly, and it's not just about answering, you know, the basic job related questions, how long will it take to pack all of that, but you know, asking, asking certain circumstantial questions, hey, or situational questions is a better way to put that. Hey, what, what have you guys done in this instance? Mm. How have you um, dealt with this type of problem? I understand that, you know, in the UN summit's coming. How do you guys deal with traffic? How do you guys deal with, you know, police escorts? How do you deal with all of these kinds of things? Um, and make them very particular to your area. Um, you know, union type of questions, building related type of questions. Have you been in this building before? Um you know, check with the building. Have you worked there before? Yeah, we, we've worked in most buildings in, in New York City. So it's a lot easier for us to say, yeah, we've been there before. Check with your building. And usually the building will turn around and say, yeah, we, we've done work with them before. That's so, brilliant. You know, you put that, that's absolutely brilliant. Put that all together. 
I love it, Jeff. Yeah, I love it, Jeff. What's the very last question? So uh, talk to us a little bit about the relationship with Advance and OMA and how does that expand Advance's value and uh, sort of their offering to clients in your market and on a national basis? Uh, that's that's an excellent question. So so the Advanced Group is a founding member of OMA. We are we are so involved in this organization. Um, as you know, Anthony is is the newly minted board member. Um, I sit on the technology committee. I'm also on the sales committee. We're going to get Jack involved in the uh, the Young Guns committee, which we're really looking forward to. Um, you know, there's some obvious answers to that, which we can expand our service offerings um, throughout the country and throughout the world. We can tell our we can tell our big clients, uh, uh, you know, about that kind of stuff. Again, that just positions ourselves in a really great way. We're this, we're this huge organization. We have all this backing um, and, and all the ways to, to really service business. But I think you know, what we really get the most out of this, Mike, is, is all that knowledge, you know, all that best practices, the ability to see a little bit about what our competitors that aren't competitors are doing in their various markets. What, what are they doing? And, and opening our books and sharing that with other people. You know, I think um, a lot of people have taken to things like uh, technology services that we've done here in, in New York to a great extent. Um, they're starting to pick up on that. And we've learned a lot from some of our other great partners, you know, from Flood Brothers to Move Solutions to Coravan on how they're doing it as their market leader. Um, and it's given us a lot in terms of just the, the marketing, the branding, the sales tactics, um, some of the operational best practices, platforms, inventory systems, the boss system. I think that um, probably wins out more. I think the business part and the revenue generation is a pretty obvious answer. I think a lot of people would start there. Um, but I have to say, I think that the, the biggest uh, uh, gain that we get from it is, is all of that other stuff that uh, you wouldn't think about right away. I love it, Jeff. Jeff, you're always a, a, a wealth of, of great information. Your passion uh, precedes you. I'm sure you're wonderful to have on every project. And thanks for taking time today to uh, be on the OMA podcast. Absolutely, Mike. I look forward to seeing everybody in Orlando.